So, um, first of all, um, the Lord is, is great. Amen. He is in this place. He's with us. And thank you for worshiping, for, for creating uh, this atmosphere of expectation. Because this is very important to receive something from the Lord. So, uh, today we continue to talk about the following category about spirit, of spiritual gifts. And we uh, will be learning about gifts of power. And again, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through verse 10. But before we read it, I would like to ask, do you receive something here on this uh, Tuesdays during the, these teachings? It's interesting time. And I love time of prayer also. This is very important. Okay, so 1 Corinthians uh, 12, 7 through 10. But to each person is given the manifestation of the Ruach for the benefit of all. For to one is given through the Ruach a word of wisdom, to another a word of knowledge according to the same Ruach, to another faith by the same Ruach, to another gifts of healings by the one Ruach, to another workings of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Thank you. So, again, verse 9, gift of faith by the same Ruach, to another gifts of healings by the one Ruach, to another workings of miracles. I love this. So, and again, I would like to remind you before we we'll go farther and deeper, it is not always possible to distinguish between spiritual gifts. We are not experts, and I, I hope we will never become experts in the gifts of the spirits. It's good to move in the gifts of the spirit, but not just to, to be, a, how to say, a professor. Today I had this gift, tomorrow I will have this gift, and you're wrong, you're not correct in this gift. <laughs> so often when the Holy Spirit is working in healing or uh, the prophetic direction, uh, and it is impossible to see multiple manifestation of the Spirit uh, at the same time. So when he is in work, sometimes many gifts can uh, reveal at the same moment. So, gifts of healings are the supernatural transmission of the healing power of God to people, to us. So it's the trans- transmission from the, from the Lord to us. Also, the spiritual gift of healing or uh, gifts of healings found in 1 Corinthians 12.9 is actually plural in Greek. This is why in English it's gifts of healings. What kind of uh, name do you have in your Bibles? Gift of healing or gifts of healing. Gifts of healings. Uh, okay, good. good. So, gifts of healings. So, uh, there is multiple reasons why it's gifts of healings, not one gift of healing. So one reason, uh, gifts of healings, plural, is because there are many ways and methods of how God does it through people. Many ways, many healings. We talked today with uh, our guys, our brothers in our prayer group, and I asked uh, them, what do you, 
what do, can you say about gifts of healings? And Ken, uh, Ken we love him, all of us, he said that it looks like uh, sometimes special, specific gifts of healing can work through specific people. He has he said that he has one friend who loved to pray for arthritis because he sees miracles when he prays, not for arthritis, against arthritis. You know? <laughs> yeah, let's say this way. And he can pray, he's praying for something else and it doesn't work. I don't know why, he doesn't want to know why. And he's, uh, actually he's, uh, I don't remember, he said that his friend, another friend, he hates to pray for arthritis because always he prays against arthritis, nothing happens. But he is powerful in another prayer. He prays for another thing and it happens. You can ask me why. I don't know. <laughs> So, but I know these are gifts of healings in the plural because there are many different causes of illnesses and also many different ways and methods of healing. Every time is different. When you read uh, the Bible, when you read the New Testament, it is an amazing thing how often Yeshua uh, prayed differently for people. He never prayed twice the same prayer for somebody. It's always something. Always something. So sometimes generational problems could cause illnesses. You know, mother and then children, the same type of illness or uh, sickness. Also, illness uh, can be a result uh, of uh, injuries. It's not always demon. Not always demon. I know people, uh, some, some people uh, like to, or they love, they're in passion to cast out demons. You know, and somebody can broke his toe and demon go out from here. <laughs> you know, yeah, sure, but it's just <laughs> it looks like not demon. Or if you live in the cold area and go outside on the street uh, with uh, like you know with no good thing and you get something, come home and you can of course command demon to leave, but better to have some something better, some clothes and you. So also viruses or everything else, and so on. And also diseases uh, sometimes can be as a result uh, because of unclean spirits or curses in somebody's life, in person's life. Curse and uh, demonic or unclean spirit also can cause um, illness or sickness in person's life. And you understand what I want to say. Every time, something, sometimes you need to pray differently for these situations. And I will prove you un- according to the scriptures, believe me. We will read a lot today. So, uh, and therefore, each specific case is unique and requires a particular manifestation of spiritual gifts. This is why it, it's, it's, it says, gifts of healings. This is why sometimes it needs to be word of knowledge. How to pray. Sometimes it requires a gift of faith. Sometimes it requires, uh, it can require multiple gifts to pray for somebody and to release God's healing into his life. So it is not like uh, how it's called in English, conveyor, when people are just walking around, you just pray for them like that. In the same way, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. It doesn't work this way. 
Maybe sometimes, but not always. Actually, this is one of the reasons why Yeshua sent his disciples by two. So two people can pray for somebody and they can see different pictures. They can receive something from the Lord, how to pray in specific situation. This is very wise to pray with somebody. Specifically if uh, your partner or prayer partner uh, ha- moving, like to move in different gift than you. you. So very interesting. Uh, also, I have noticed in the scriptures that healing often comes from the gift of the word of knowledge. And also in, in my personal experience. When inner freedom and healing in your inner soul, in your body, in your heart come first. And then, only then, healing manifests in the body, in the physical body. Mm-hmm. Sometimes this is how it, how it works. Sometimes you have word of knowledge, you can pray for somebody about some things in his life, from his past, from uh, his childhood, or I don't know, you know. And the Lord can touch him, heal his soul, heal his uh, emotions, and then physical healing reveals in his body. So, so example, okay, let me, let me look, let us look at Luke chapter 5, verse 17 through verse 26, and when we read this place from this perspective, this place is very rich, very instructive. Okay. One day when Yeshua was teaching, there were Pershim and Torah teachers present who had come from various villages in the Galil and Yehuda, also from Yushalayim. And the power of Adonai was with them to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man laying on a bed. They wanted to bring him inside and lay him in front of Yeshua. The power of Adonai was with him to heal the sick. Very interesting. If you remember, he came to his own town, Nazareth, Nazareth. And there's nothing happened. Nothing. Because people view him as the son of carpenter. We know him. He can't do anything. And it says there he, he wasn't able to perform any miracles. Only a few small healings. Okay. So, healing power was with him. This is why uh, expectation is very important. When we expect the Lord to move. It's very important. It is not from me, it's not from Derek, it's from the Holy Spirit. We expect him to move. Thank you, Derek. And verse 19. But they couldn't find a way to get, to, to get him in because of the crowd. So they went up onto the roof and lowered him on his mattress to the tiles in the middle of the gathering, right in front of Yeshua. When Yeshua saw their trust, he said, Friend, your sins are are forgiven. The Torah teachers and the Pershim began thinking, who is this fellow that speaks such blasphemies? Who can forgive sin except God? But Yeshua, knowing what they were thinking, answered, why are you turning over such thoughts in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or get up and walk. But look, I will prove to you that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, I say to you, get up, pick up your mattress, and go home immediately in front of everyone. He stood up, picked up what he had been laying on, 
and went home praising God. Amazement seized them all, and they made a brachat to God. They were awestruck, saying, "We have seen extraordinary things today." Wow! So let let us look carefully. First, healing power was with him. Let us say together, healing power. So there was an anointing, special anointing in this place, in this room. The second, <laughs> they went up onto <laughs> the roof. <laughs> Can you imagine? And they, and they just did something horrible. They broke the roof. <laughs> and they lowered this guy and put right in front of Yeshua. I mean, so I have a question. How much faith does this guy had at that moment, this paralyzed man? What do you think? You think a lot? I'm not sure. He was paralyzed. But, verse 20, when Yeshua saw their trust, wow. So the second thing, we talked about supernatural faith. Trust in, in, in Greek and Hebrew is the same as the faith. So he saw their trust unto the Lord, to him. He saw their faith. So there were atmosphere of expectation, anointing, healing anointing in that place, and he sold their faith together as his friends. Wow, so the second gift is at work. And uh, what's interesting here, so hmm, he's saying, friend, to this guy, he's not saying, stand up, you are healed. He didn't pray for him with uh, anointing oil. He didn't do that. What happened here? He said to his, this guy, what, what did he say? Your sins are forgiven. Why? Think about it. So I believe it's very possible that this is one of the gifts of knowledge. When Yeshua saw something in his past, and he's telling to this guy who is paralyzed, who has no faith, I don't see it here, who has nothing, who is paralyzed, who is hopeless. And he's saying to him, your sins are forgiven. You know, you can see why you're telling this. Because it is the only one thing, time when Yeshua is saying to somebody when he healed him, your sins are forgiven. Never again. This was a particular situation, specific moment, when Yeshua saw something, something in his life, and he's saying, your sin, you release from your sin. Then something happened in this life. The next thing Yeshua saying, stand up, get up and walk. Be healed. <laughs> so for me, it is very interesting place of the scriptures, because from the scriptures, because it is, it is obvious for me that we have uh, anointing of the healing, we have gift of faith, and we have word of knowledge from Yeshua. And together, the Holy Spirit, he creates the miracle in this life. So, uh, very interesting. I, I think it's very interesting. Because I saw many times when we prayed for people, or I talked to people, when people received the inner healing. Sometimes it's, it's more important even to receive inner healing. And then uh, healing in the body revealed later. 
Okay, so the next thing. Uh, Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. And when the evening came, many people held in the power of demons were brought to him. He expelled the spirits with a word and healed all who were ill. Very interesting again. So in this place, verse 16, uh, we see power of demons were brought to him. And it says here, can you see this? Verse 16. Can you read another translation, please? Somebody, just out loud. Matthew 8, 16. Wow. So it says here, many afflicted by the evil spirits. First, he cast out demons. The next, he healed them from their sickness. So we see here in this place uh, from the scriptures that these people were afflicted by unclean spirits. And in order to heal them, he he moved in the, one of the spiritual gifts called discerning of the spirits. He prayed for these people. He released them. Uh, okay. One more example. I have a lot of examples, actually. I can talk about these things. So, uh, Acts chapter 14, verse 8, and through verse, what is this? Verse 13. There was a man living in Lystra who could not use his feet, crippled from birth. Okay, question. Crippled from birth. birth. So, it is a lost case. <laughs> Nothing can you do. Crippled from birth. And he had never walked. This man listened to Shaul speaking. Shaul looking at him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed said with a loud voice, Stand up on your feet. He jumped up and began to walk. When the crowds saw that Shaw, what had Shaw done, they began to shout in the Lassonian language, The gods have come down to us in the form of men. They began calling Barnabas Zeus and Shaul Hermes, since he did most of the talking. <laughs> Sometimes it's better to be quiet, yeah? <laughs> Zeus... And the priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought bulls and wreaths to the city gates, uh, intending to offer a sacrifice to them with the people. Acts 14. Well, again, so um, verse 9. This man listened to Shaul speaking. Shaul looked at him and seeing that he had what? Be careful. Read it completely. Whole sentence. Faith to be healed. Do you remember we talked about different kinds of faith last uh, Tuesday? Or not? Who slept all the time? Good. Uh, I can ask, who sleep and stand up? And people. So, there's different types of faith, yeah? We talked about faith into salvation, saving faith. We talked about faith, everyday faith. And we talked about faith as a gift of the Holy Spirit. Here says, he had faith to be healed. Specific faith. And Paul looked at his eyes, and what happened? How can you see faith in somebody's eyes? 
It is not like you look at your dog and dog is so full of faith to you, you know, trust. You can't see faith in somebody's eyes. But, but, Rabbi Shaul was able to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He looked at that man and he understood this man is ready to receive supernatural healing. This is his moment. He didn't pray for him before. He, he wasn't afraid to pray for him. You know, when you don't see things, you would probably <laughs> better not to pray for this man. Who knows? <laughs> you know, you need to have miracle in front of this crowd of people who are ready to kill you because of your message. This Jewish guy came here and preaching about some Jewish Messiah, about God of Israel, and we believe in Zeus. So, when you pray, it's better to be a miracle prayer. So, and I would like to capture your attention here. He saw the faith at the particular moment when he preached about Yeshua, about faith, about miracles. And when he saw the faith, he was able to move in the gifts of healing. He released healing in this life. Very interesting. Why I'm saying this? Because this is this is what it does mean. What does it mean? Gifts of healings, multiple gifts working together to bring person into healing. So, what happened next? You know, said with a loud voice, "Stand up on your feet." He jumped up and began to walk. Wow! What a miracle! It it required Rabbi Shaul to see. It requires this man to have faith to be healed. Again, faith to healing, for healing. And it required miracle of the Lord and faith was released, healing was released in this life. So, uh, gifts of healings are closely related to the gifts of faith and miracles, as you see. They are going together. All spiritual gifts are to be exercised, exercised in faith, but gifts of healings involve a special measure of it. This gift is uh, interesting because there is no guarantee that a person will always be able to heal anyone he desires. This is a very important part. Because some people are afraid to pray for others. Because, why? Because they had bad experience. If you will ask me uh, how many times I prayed, nothing happened, I can tell you many times. Nothing happened. But I would prefer to see few times than not see anything. I remember uh, it was many years ago we prayed for one girl. She was uh, crippled from her birth. She couldn't walk. She had a wheelchair. And what was interesting, somebody brought her to the prayer of healing. It was one of the uh, services when we prayed for people. So somebody, you know, pushed her to the front row. And we prayed for her, my friend and I, and nothing happened. You know, nothing happened. She didn't stand up, she didn't dance. And you know, when nothing happened, your faith goes like... Where is exit here? <laughs> Nothing happened. 
And my friend received the word of knowledge. He said to her something. I don't remember exact words, but something to do at home. So go home and do this and that things. So she just... Somebody pushed her and somebody took her out. Next year we came with my friend. His name Andre. And we were with the same place. It was in Crimea, Upatoria. And girl just came up to us and she just hugged us, me, my friend, and said, do you remember me? Honestly, I didn't. I don't remember her. didn't remember her. She said, I was that girl in the wheelchair. And she brought her parents and her mom also. She was in wheelchair. It was generational things. Her mom and she. What's, what I remember when we prayed for this girl, her legs were like, you know, like two fingers. Like nothing there. No muscles. She wasn't, she didn't walk from her childhood. But the gift of, uh, uh, word of knowledge releases, released the gift of faith into her. And she received the miracle from the Lord. Impossible happened. Very interesting. So this is why I'm telling this to you. Because um, it is not just a prayer. It is not just laying hands on the chair. It requires trust into the Lord. It requires a step of faith. It requires open heart and open mind. That the Lord can move you and, and direct you in the prayer. So it is a serious thing. It is not like, let me pray for you and go out, you know, go home. It is your heart, full of compassion. You open before the Holy Spirit to do whatever He is telling you to do. It requires these steps of faith. And also, it is, uh, it is, it doesn't mean that you will be always, you will always be able to heal everyone. Because we see in the scriptures, Specific, every prayer, every time of healing, it was something new, something specific about things. And also, I want to encourage you that uh, you would pray for people more and more, because when you pray more, it is practice. You can pray ten times, and eleventh will be a miraculous time. You know what I mean? Because it depends on the Lord, not us. He is our healer. This gift is given at, ver- at various times and places to reveal the love of God to the sick and tormented. Uh, gifts of healings are, are revelation of God's love. His heart. His love. So when we pray for somebody, it's good, it is good to, to feel this love, to, to, to be mediator of his love towards person. When you pray, put your heart in this prayer. Because the Lord, He loves people. And if you will ask me, uh, does He want to heal? I can tell you, He wants to heal. He loves us. He is our healer. He loves us. Yeah. Do you remember the story of uh, Dave, uh, who was here, our friend, Dave Strathman? Uh, he came to Lee's office once and he said, he said that he had, he had cancer of uh, blood. blood cancer, yeah, for many years already. And, you know, there's 
no way to survive. He came to Lee and said, Lee, I believe the Lord wants to kill me. I need to die, and he want to teach my wife something. <laughs> and Lee said, okay, let's pray that he will kill you right now. <laughs> they said, oh, something wrong here. <laughs> you know, when you pray to the Lord who loves you, or loves somebody, think how you pray for people. What you put in this prayer. Do you really believe that the Lord wants to kill you? I don't think so. Because the Lord loves you. So they prayed for healing. And Dave, he is a beautiful man of God. He actually shared last, uh, last Tuesday here. He's alive. He's full of energy. He, his life better than it was before. Full of Holy Spirit. Full of Holy Spirit. And he doesn't believe that the Lord wants to he- kill him anymore. So, but it is, you know, I'm telling that because if you look at your mind or at your heart, honestly, maybe you prayed for somebody and nothing happened, and now you're disappointed in this prayer. And you don't want to pray anymore because you're afraid. What if nothing happened? Or you're tired. And it is a stronghold. The Lord wants to move through you. But you need to open your heart and believe, trust him. Okay, so next will be very interesting thing. So, um, again, this is, these gifts are full of love of the Lord. This spiritual gift of healing or healings is intimate as it reveals God's heart and compassion to people. Matthew 9.35 Yeshua went about all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and weakness. Yes. One second, please. So, Yeshua teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. Let's say to get the good news of the kingdom. Not bad news. I remember I talked to some uh, friend of mine, and he he's 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 a good believer right now. But at that time he was completely completely destroyed in his faith. Why? Because when he was young boy, his father died, and somebody came to him and said, uh, you know, and he he's a small boy, young boy. He said, you know, it's, it's God's will. God killed your father because he needed him on heaven. Mm-hmm. Probably that guy felt very spiritually. Good advice. And these words ruined this boy for many, many years. He was angry at the Lord. Yeah. Why would Lord come and kill my father, took him from me? So we need to be careful what we're saying, how we pray for people. <laughs> Uh, who is leading our heart when you pray for people. And really, it's very important to know, to remember. Because gifts of healings is the revelation of God's love. You know, I'm happy to see Ren here. I love to see Ren here. I'm happy to see Jeff here. I'm happy to see Josh. I don't see him, but I will be happy to see him Shabbat. <laughs> I'm just thrilled to see how Lord is doing His miracles. 
And again, he is almighty. We don't know all his will. We don't know why people are going to heaven. It's, I'm not telling about these things. But when we pray for somebody, we need to be people who love others. You see the difference. Yeah? Because we all finally will die. Sure. Not a question. Maybe some of you will go to heaven in the body. is good. But anyway, anyway, every one of us will eventually will go to the heavenly places. So, but the gift of uh, healings is the revelation of God's love towards us. Okay, Matthew 9.35 again. Proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. Let us say together, the good news, good news. of the kingdom. Of the kingdom. It is not uh, newspaper. It is not f- Facebook news. It's good news of the kingdom. And, and healing every kind of disease and weaknesses or sicknesses. Proclaiming the good news of the kingdom goes together with healing people from their problems. You know why? Because it is the good news of the kingdom. Good news of the kingdom. I don't know why, but looks sometimes very... I don't know. Is everything okay? Are you, are you good? Okay, thank you very much. I was in the meetings where it was such a good news of the kingdom that you want to die right now. <laughs> All you hear like, God hates sinners. He hates your sins. And you just, oh Lord, please forgive me. <laughs> Don't kill me now. Let me go home and then later <laughs> I can repent in my sins. God loves people. He loves sinners. That's why this place welcomes all kinds of people so they can come and repent and change their lives because of the presence of the Holy Spirit and love of the Lord. We do not hate anyone. We love people. Okay, so next thing, verse 26. And when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harried and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. So when he saw crowds, he get angry and wanted to kill everyone. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> no. He saw the crowds and it was a lot of sinners, problems, uh, all kinds of demonic activities, Pharisees, Sadducees, uh, prostitutes. All of them were there and Yeshua saw them and he had compassion on them. Compassion. No judgment. Compassion to them. And gifts of healing is, healings are, goes together with compassion. We'll talk about it later. So I don't know how about you, but I'm, uh, I'm blessed by these places because good news of kingdom goes together with miracles of healings and moved by compassion of the Lord. Very interesting. Yeshua is the great healer and physician. And during his ministry on earth, he healed countless people and cast out demons. Matthew 4, verse 23 and 25. Yeshua went all over the Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing people from every kind of disease and sickness. 
Word of him spread throughout all Syria, and people brought to him all who were ill, suffering from various diseases and pains, and those held in the power of demons, and epileptics and paralytics. He healed them as well. Huge crowds followed him from the Galil, and then ten towns, Yerushalayim, Yehuda, and Eberhardin. You know, I was thinking, why people followed him? Why? Because they saw his compassion to them. They were not afraid to come to him. <laughs> he wasn't a strange and mean guy who was walking around and cursing everyone. They were sure that if they will come to him, he will bless them. So they were able to, to go, to run to him. You remember this song, We Run to You. And thank you, Rene, for it's one of the songs. We run to you because you're full of compassion. You love us. Okay, first community, Acts chapter 3. One afternoon at 3 o'clock, the hour of Mincha prayers, as Kepha and Yohanan were going up to the temple, a man crippled since birth was being carried in. Everyday people used to put him at the beautiful gate of the temple so that he could beg from those going into the temple court. When he saw Kepha and Yohanan about to enter, he asked them for some money. But they stared straight at him, and Kepha said, Look at us! Can you imagine this thing? So here's the beggar, not because he was a bad person, but he couldn't walk. It was the only thing he can do, could do, to ask for the money. And here's two guys going to the temple. And they stared at him. <laughs> wow. And Kepha said, look at us. Mm-hmm. The crippled man fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. Kepha said, I don't have silver and I don't have gold. What I do have, I give to you. Can you imagine verse 6? How uh, frustrated was this guy? I don't have silver and I don't have gold. (laughs) But what I do have, I give to you. In the name of the Messiah, Yeshua of Nazareth, walk. And taking hold of him by his right hand, Kepha pulled him up. Instantly, his feet and ankles became strong so that he sprang up, stood a moment and began walking. Then he entered the temple court with them, walking and leaping and praising God. Everyone saw him walking and praising God. They recognized him as the same man who had formerly sat begging at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were utterly amazed and confounded at what had happened to him. While he clung to Kepha and Yohanan, all the people came running in astonishment towards them in Shlomo's colonnade. Wow. So I believe it was the, one of the gifts of faith from Kepha, Peter, because he just, he saw something again. He was able to recognize something. And he just, I mean, he did some mean stuff. He just pulled his, you know, this <laughs> paralyzed guy. He said, stood out here. No, I, I, I don't like to pray this way. But it requires some gift of faith and word of knowledge to do so. It required gift of faith and knowledge. Please understand. I, I heard about some ministers who like to punch people when they pray. I would not go for prayer to these guys. I mean, you can have problem with your ear and go with problem with your liver. Because he can punch you so much. But in this case, gift of 
knowledge, gift of faith. It's a miracle. So, Acts chapter 9. Also, can I add something real quick to that? Mm-hmm. An interesting point. Um, also, it was his proper time. It was the Lord's perfect timing for him to be healed because if you pay attention to the scripture, it says every day people used to put him in front of the beautiful gate. Remember, Yeshua went up there multiple times. So Yeshua walked by this guy. He could have healed him then, but his time to be healed was in that moment when Kepha and Yochanan walked by. Yeah. So always remember the Lord's timing, even with healings, is always perfect. Yeah, it's what's interesting that uh, even when somebody prays for somebody, it doesn't mean you, your prayer won't be uh, heard. Yeah. It means pray for people. Don't be afraid. So. Uh, Acts 9.32 As Kepha traveled around the countryside, he came down to the believers in Lud. There he found a man named Ananias who had lain bedridden for eight years because he was paralyzed. Kepha said to him, Ananias, Yeshua the Messiah is healing you. Get up and make your bed. Everyone living in Lud and, the Sh- and Sharon saw him and they turned to the Lord. Interesting. So now uh, I want to take time and build our faith in healing and then we will pray. So what is the Lord saying to us? Luke chapter 10, verse 19 and 12, 20. Remember, I have given you authority so you can trample down snakes and scorpions, indeed all the enemy's forces, and you will remain completely unharmed. Nevertheless, don't be glad that the spirits submit to you. Be glad that your names have been written in heaven. Amen. So it doesn't say about um, actually snakes and scorpions. It speaks about demonic activities. Because even snakes are creation of the Lord. So it's something else. So I don't believe we need to kiss snakes. It can be very dangerous. But you will remain completely unharmed. Nevertheless, don't be glad that the spirits submit to you. So what can stop us from uh, active faith? Fear. Frustration. Unbelief. And religious walls, the same, remember we talked about uh, immersion of the Holy Spirit. This is the same thing. Don't allow these things to stop you from praying. Because you've been given, you've been given uh, power. And that the Spirit submit to you. Not because you are so beautiful and strong. Because of Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Mark 16, verse 14. Later, Yeshua appeared to the eleven as they were eating, and he reproached them for their lack of trust and their spiritual insensitivity, and not having believed those who had seen him after he had risen. Then he said to them, As you go throughout the world, proclaim the good news to all creation. Whoever trusts and is immersed will be saved. Whoever does not trust will be condemned. Do you remember Yeshua walked and proclaimed kingdom of, of the Lord, kingdom of God? The same principle is here. The same kingdom of God. <laughs> Next. And these signs will accompany those who do trust. In my name they will drive out demons, speak with new tongues, not be injured if they handle snakes or drink poison, and heal the sick by laying hands on them. So I don't want to talk about snakes again here. <laughs> And don't drink poison. It's not about you drinking poison and enjoying it. It's about situation. 
Do you remember when uh, Rabbi Shul, snakes beat Rabbi Shul? This is about that. It's not Rabbi Shul was looking for snake and putting his uh, arm. <laughs> Bite me, please. No, it's not about that. It was the situation when even the uh, poison didn't kill him. But heal the sick by laying hands on them. It is the promise of the Lord. James 5:14. Is someone among you ill? He should call for the elders of the congregation. They will pray for him and rub oil on him in the name of the Lord. The prayer offered with trust will heal the one who is ill. The Lord will, will restore his health, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, openly acknowledge your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So, this is an instruction what to do. When you're ill or when somebody is sick, invite for prayer. Confess your sin if it's complete, if you did something. And it says here, the prayer offered with faith, with trust, will, will heal the one who is ill. It is a promise from the Lord. So, uh, can you pray for, for people? Sure. Should you pray for people? Sure. Will you see miracles? I think so. If you won't stop. The results of the of gifts of healing... Uh, it always brings glory to the God, to the Lord. <coughs> so it leads to saving faith in God and the Lord. Because as a result, people can see the manifestation of the Lord, his reality, his, his life. It brings the fear of God when the Lord heals somebody. Healings reveal that God is near his people and cares about their sufferings. Healings are meant to draw people to God through his son, Yeshua. This is why we need to pray in the Yeshua's name. God wants those healed to respond in faith <coughs> with thanksgiving and love. And by his grace, physical healing should lead to spiritual healing, faith in Yeshua, and internal life with him. <coughs> so, how to understand your gifts of healing? Very briefly. I don't want to go there because it is it's practical. The best way to understand is to pray. How to learn how to pray is pray through prayer. There is a school of healing, and uh, we last time announced about the school of healing, very interesting school of healing. So, one of the, one of the most obvious signs of this gift is when you are compassion towards the sick and pray over them regularly. When you feel this compassion, when you can't just walk by somebody, you want to pray for him. This is something from the Lord in your heart. So don't stop. Just pray. When you're led by the Lord to pray for somebody and you feel this compassion, you, you're so, you feel with love towards person. Which it means that the Lord wants to do something. You have great faith and trust that God can, do, can and will heal some and not uh, deter it when he chooses not to. You are motivated by knowing that God's revealed power will draw people to faith. So, uh, main thing, what I want to say, compassion. Yeshua, when he walked on this earth, he was full of compassion. So, this is why he was always in the prayer, state of prayer. He prayed for people. So, 
Uh, I have a few practical uh, questions, and I, I need, let's say, two people, please, two people, to give their ideas. So how does it manifest in your life, in your personal life, when you pray for somebody and the Lord heals somebody? So can you say like two words from your own experience? How do you feel you need to pray? What was something that pushed you to pray for somebody? And it resulted in the healing. Do you have any experience in your life? Dee. You mean Sam? Yes. <laughs> and we were we were just talking about this um, this afternoon. Um, we were just walking um, down to the um, the old city in Ju- Jerusalem. We'd gotten off a uh, tram and we were walking, and the sidewalk changed, and suddenly Sam was on his face in the sidewalk, and his teeth cut. His lip, split his lip in half, and um, the people surrounding us were so kind. Um, it, there were a whole group of people. At a, it was an ice cream uh, shop. Somebody ran in and got ice for him, and um, and you know a cloth to put on. I think he used your handkerchief. I think though, but um, at any rate, I just the Lord just told me to pray for him, and I've never had the experience of having. A healing before my whole life. So um, <clears throat> I, pray, I just prayed the, the, what the Lord gave me. And um, afterward, I tried to convince Sam and Jackie that he needed to have his lips sewn up. They absolutely refused. But I, you know, being split, you're constantly moving your mouth. It doesn't heal very well. So, but the next morning, <laughs> Sam came out and his lip had already started sealing up. So that that all glory to God. It sure wasn't anything I did except be obedient, I guess. John, can you say? Yes, I was in an aerobics class that was preparing to start, and the teacher said, "Sorry, guys, I'm running a little late. I have a horrible headache, and I've never done this before." But I blurted out, "Well, may I pray for you?" And the entire class started laughing at me. And the lady said, you guys can laugh all you want. My headache is gone. Be obedient. Thank you, John. Okay, one more person. Um, I was, uh, this friend of mine, in, in the, we lived in the mountains. She called me Mountain Mama. She was younger. And uh, I called her Mountain Daughter. And she wasn't a believer. Um, but one day she was, you know. And I had in the past been called to be a healer. I don't know how to uh, actually. Well, I wait on God. Um, anyway. Um, she was talking about how bad her back had been hurting for a long time. And um, we were at a campsite, and I and I just laid hands on her in faith because I am just a conduit. God does the work. So if you're faithful 
and believe, you lay hands on that person, if you don't see anything, that's not up to you. It may be today or tomorrow, next week, but it's God heard it, God believed, when you believe, and so therefore, I put my laid hands on her in faith and called for the healing of her back, and it instantly, she says, oh my gosh. She says, Jeannie, the pain is gone. I said, well, it's not me, it's God. Sure. And, uh, you know, Thank you. Well. And that's just one. Yes, just one. Many things. I remember one uh, very briefly. Uh, we had in the congregation in Nikolai, we had one guy who was homeless, who was coming to our services, and he was very annoying. <laughs> I was so mad at him. I mean, you can't believe. Because we helped him. He, ca- he comes, we give him some money, food. He disappears. He comes, live in somebody's house, Disappears, you know, like that. So once uh, we, we, we had um, very mad at him, I was very mad at him. I was ready to just, you know, enough. <laughs> enough, find somebody else. We had uh, the meeting. It was small kind of prayer retreat. And uh, he just showed up. And it was, the name of this retreat was God's Love. God's Love. And only because of that I didn't invite him out, you know. God's love. <laughs> so he came, he took chair, he put it in the uh, corner, he sat in the chair, back to us, and he went to sleep. Can you imagine? And only one word, God's love, stopped me from doing anything. <laughs> so we finished our retreat. Ina said, we need to pray for people. I said, you want to pray? Pray. I can't pray. This guy is sitting there. You know, he's annoying me all the time. God's love. And so Ina prayed for them. And we didn't pray for him because he was asleep. He, he just... Okay. After our retreat, he woke up and went and just disappeared again. In um, some time, he came to the service very excited. Very excited. Like full of excitement. And I was... Okay, it's the last time I see you here. <laughs> no more. I follow patient, but I can't be patient to you anymore. And he came to me. So it turns out that he had the tuberculosis, open tuberculosis. And he escaped from hospital and showed up onto our retreat with the open tuberculosis. If I would know that, I would sh- for sure would kick him out. Not a question. But I didn't know that he didn't tell us. He just went to sleep. He was tired. And while he was on this chair, he received healing. He was healed. So he went back to his hospital and he, they took exams of him, all the pictures of him. He knows this situation very well. So he brought me the paper from the doctor that his tuberculosis is free. Because in order to find some job or something, you need to show this paper. So he brought it and just showed it to me. You see, I don't have anything. I was fine, wonderful. So the Lord taught me the very interesting lesson at the time. Lesson of his mercy and his love. And it's obviously not our love and not our mercy. <laughs> so since then, I never, never judge people in this situation. I try to love them. So... Um, how it manifests in your life. We can receive a clear understanding of the will of the Lord in the particular situation. Again, 
The Lord wants to heal somebody. You can see it. Like Peter or Paul or Yeshua. He saw his eyes and he understood this is the moment of healing. Sometimes we can feel pain or discomfort in our own bodies. I experienced multiple times when out nowhere I can feel the pain in my somewhere in my body. And I understood it's not my pain. The Lord showed me something. Somebody here needs to have healing and the Lord showed me the place where it needs to happen. Uh, we can feel anger towards specific sickness, specifically demonic things. You just, wow, just, I had this experience. Pray for somebody and just a full of anger towards, not just towards the peace person, but this specific problem in his life. You're just praying with, you know, the Holy Spirit is angry at this thing. Also, uh, the most important thing, you can feel nothing. Nothing. Just pray in, in trust. So, um, yeah, let us pray. Let us stand together. And I would like to pray for you. And then we will again split on the groups and pray for each other for healing. Uh, in this time, I would like to ask you to come forward and just do this like so I can briefly briefly pray for you please come for prayer yes Lord thank you so much hallelujah I want to briefly pray for you hallelujah Lord thank you so much Hallelujah. I would like to anoint you and pray for you that the Lord will release his gifts of anointing of, of healings in your life. Just, yes, let us pray. Let us pray. Lord, thank you so much.